Good morning. I think uh, I was thinking this morning. There's very few, or there's few people here this morning. And Matthew says, "Where two or three are gathered together in my name, there will I be in the midst." And so I think we can claim that promise this morning. Thankful for that. <clears throat> we begin with a word of prayer. Father in heaven, we come to you this morning, thanking you for your many blessings to us. We thank you, Lord, for your promises to us. Thank you that you promised to meet us here this morning. I pray that you would be with each one that is not able to make it. pray that you would meet with them wherever they are. Bless them. Give them uh, strength for their day and health. I pray for the health of... Excuse me. The health of... Uh, Many people, as the coronavirus is spreading rapidly and causing much fear, I pray that first for health, secondly, that you would be glorified, that men would be drawn to you, that your peace would prevail in our hearts and our lives. I pray for this service this morning, that you would uh, be with each one that speaks, guide me as I Share what you've laid on my heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Probably many of you remember several months ago, I put a graph on the board uh, in the shape of a right triangle and kind of laid out the order of our service. How many of you remember that? Okay, good. So I don't need to do it again. I was thinking, I was reminded of that. Um, graph a little bit Wednesday night when we're talking about the devotional and I was thinking as I contemplated what the Lord would have me to share was actually contemplating a passage of scripture that I felt led to and was considering how to present it and, and uh, thought about that graph again and on the very end of that triangle and off of it was lots of dots um, things of the world, things of last week that so often we tend to bring to a worship service with us if we're not careful. <clears throat> and I thought, what better way to leave those things aside and focus on the Lord and to get involved in the service? And I trust that you all did this morning in the, in the song service. But I thought I would put that to practice a little bit in, uh, in what I share this morning. So we'll be looking for a little bit of participation from you all. <clears throat> I have a passage of scripture that I want to read. And I'm not going to tell you where it's at. And I'm not going to read all of it. I just want you to think about the words and what's being said, and then I've got some questions at the end. <clears throat> Let's see if I can read this like I want to. <clears throat> Starts out, O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. O give thanks unto the God of gods. O give thanks to the Lord of lords, to him who alone doth great wonders, 
to him that by wisdom made the heavens, to him that stretched out the earth above the waters, to him that made great lights, the sun to rule by day, the moon and stars to rule by night, to him that smote Egypt in their firstborn and brought out Israel from among them with a strong hand and with a stretched out arm, to him that divided the Red Sea into parts and made Israel to pass through the midst of it, but overthrew Pharaoh and his host in the Red Sea, to him which led his people through the wilderness, to him which smote great kings and slew famous kings, Sihon, king of the Amorites, and Og, the king of Bashan, and gave their land for an heritage, even an heritage unto Israel his servant, who remembered us in our low estate, and hath redeemed us from our enemies, who giveth food to all flesh, O give thanks unto the God of heaven. Now, just a little quiz to see how well you know your Bible. I'm going to divide this up a little bit by age group because probably a lot of you older ones could answer my questions. So, we're going to start with those of you that are 12 years old and younger. So if you're 12 and younger, listen up. Question for you. What did I leave out? Can anybody tell me what I left out? Nobody knows. Okay, let's move up to another group. If you're 13 and older and not married, so teenagers, youth, can you answer that question? What did I leave out? Does anybody know? That's exactly right. For his mercy endureth forever. Okay, younger group. Do you know where that's found? Anybody know? Let's start. What book of the Bible? Psalms. Psalms. Exactly right. Anybody know what chapter? Psalms has, I think, 150 chapters. Is it the first 75 or the last 75? Anybody have an idea? In the last. Do you know which chapter? Do you have an idea? Are you... Just thinking. Not sure. Okay, teenagers, youth. Anybody have any idea what chapter it might be? 136. Psalms 136. Turn with me there. Thank you. <clears throat> I knew the chapter was in Psalms somewhere, but I couldn't quite remember where it was at myself. <clears throat> and uh, found it. Thought we would look at it just a little bit. For his mercy endureth forever. 
almost half of that chapter. I didn't actually count all the words in there, but I'm going to guess it's close to half of that chapter is all that says. 26 times he says, for his mercy endureth forever. I don't know if you'll find it that often, that close together anywhere else in the Bible. Would anybody like to give a definition for mercy? Somebody, anybody. Can be simple. not receive according to our transgressions from the Lord. I looked it up in Strong's. I looked it up in 1828 Webster's. I looked it up in more recent Webster's. And I didn't even write the definition down, but it gave the idea of kindness or um, The idea of of not receiving judgment that we deserved. <clears throat> so his mercy endureth forever. First three verses are commands to us. The very first verse. I thought about that a little bit. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good. Just good. That's all it says. And I, I've thought about that before. I think it says at different times in the Bible. And I thought, good. That seems like a poor description of God. It's a good description of God, but it's not a complete description of God. I mean, we could say... Um, Oh, give thanks unto Brother Larry, for he is good. Or um, anybody. And it would probably be an okay thing to do. But the last six, ver six words of the verse, I think, validate the fact that this thanks is for God. Because we cannot say, Oh, give thanks unto Brother Larry, for his mercy endureth forever. First of all, he's not going to live forever. Secondly, he's human. No condemnation, brother. But he's not... We all fail at times. We don't have God's mercy. Oh, give thanks unto the God of gods, the, the most high God, the only true God. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord of lords. All these things, because His mercy endureth forever. Three times consecutively, He says, give thanks, a command. Give thanks, give thanks, give thanks. Now, that's not 26 times. But it is three times. And I think that's important. Give thanks. Yeah, 
as I contemplated this this chapter and I thought a little bit of I I wonder why the psalmist pulled out what he did. I mean, just random highlights of of uh, God's mercy. I mean, he showed mercy a lot more times than just 26 times. In fact, it's not even 26 times because four verses here are, are commands to give thanks. So, 24 times. He, he showed his mercy a lot more than that. But the first, uh, or verses 4 through 9... Just describe a little bit of God as our creator. Just just telling us a little bit about who he is. Then in verses 10 through 16, describes him as the deliverer, as a deliverer, delivered the uh, children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. Verse 10, I puzzled me something to think about to him that smote Egypt in their firstborn for his mercy endureth forever how is that mercy think about that a little bit we know he saved all the firstborn and the children of Israel if they if they followed his command I believe that would have been at the time of the Passover when the Passover was first um, implemented, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong there, but I think that's what it is. I, I thought about that a little bit, and I thought, well, as I was reading through this, I thought, if I were to write a chapter like this, or an epistle like this, what would I put in there? And that's the thought I want to leave with you this afternoon, or this morning. But, what would you put in there? What has God done for you? What? For His mercy endureth forever. That means, that means His mercy still is enduring today. We see that in the last couple verses. That means that most likely you've received of God's mercy in one way or another. What would you put in there? What would you write? Would you think about those things that hardly seem fair, hardly seemed right, hardly felt like God's mercy? To him that smote Egypt in their firstborn. I don't know. I don't know if I'd have thought about putting that in there. Anyway, just a thought. Verses 17 to 22. describes God as not only a conqueror, but a provider. It says, uh, we'll just read those verses. Verses 17 through 22. To him that smote great kings for his mercy endureth forever, and slew famous kings for his mercy endureth forever, Sihon, king of the Amorites, for his mercy endureth forever, and Og, the king of Bashan, for his mercy endureth forever, and gave their land for an heritage, for his mercy endureth forever, even an heritage unto Israel his servant, for his mercy endureth forever. Not only did he conquer the, the kings 
great kings, it says, famous kings of that land. Not only did he conquer the land or help the Israelites conquer that land, but then he gave it to them. Conqueror and a provider. Can do that for us too. 23 and 24. Describe him a bit as a protector or uh, struggled a little bit to know exactly how to state this one, but he remembered us in our low estate and hath redeemed us from our enemies. That's where I got the idea of a protector. He redeemed us or saved us from our enemies. He's not just a God of the past, but a God of the present. The largest portion of this chapter is a recollection of God's work. But then in 23, who remembered us in our low estate for his mercy endureth forever and hath redeemed us from our enemies for his mercy endureth forever. He's a provider of all flesh who giveth food to all flesh for his mercy endureth forever. And then concludes with the command again, O give thanks unto the God of heaven, for his mercy endureth forever. I contemplated this morning uh, getting even a little more involved and having some share. Where, what... uh, Experience in your life where you experience God's mercies. I don't think I'll do that, but it just made me consider and contemplate on this, the thought I'll leave with you. If you were to write Psalms 136 in your own words of your own life, a current, a current chapter, a current epistle, what would you put in there? (laughs) 